0: Let's begin with a word of prayer. My prayer this morning, Father, is a simple one, that you would give me a heart for your word and a word for our hearts. Amen. It is our custom at Kings to stand for the reading of scripture. So if you are able, please stand for the reading of God's word. Our scripture today comes from the book of Matthew, the 21st chapter, beginning with the first verse. Now, when they drew near to Jerusalem and came to Bethpage, to the Mount of Olives. Then Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, go into the village in front of you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me, and if anyone says anything to you, you shall say the Lord needs them, and he will send them at once. This took place to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet, saying, say to the daughter of Zion, behold, your king is coming to you humble and mounted on a donkey and on a colt, the foal of a beast of burden. The disciples went and did as Jesus had directed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and put on them their cloaks, and he sat on them. Most of the crowd sped their cloaks on the road, and others cut branches from trees and spread them on the road. And the crowds that went before him and that followed him were shouting, "'Hosanna to the Son of David!' blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. And when he had entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred up saying, who is this? And the crowd said, this is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth of Galilee. Here ends the reading of God's holy word. So at this point in our church service, we would invite the children forward and and you can't see it, but I have a Vuvuzula in my hand. I bought this a few years back when the World Cup was at, uh, in South Africa. And the fans would bring these plastic horns to the matches. And thousands, tens of thousands of them would blow these horns at the same time, making a very loud sound. It sounds like this. <sighs> now if we were in church i would give all the children palms and noisemakers and and we would have a procession right down the central aisle of the church and we would shout hosanna in the highest and i would remind them that hosanna means save us and that jesus the messiah was coming into god's city jerusalem to save his people And that it was a Messiah parade and that we need to prepare our hearts so that Jesus can march into our hearts and save us. The children will be sent off to Sunday school and here's where it gets difficult. For many of us, this is going to be the first Palm Sunday and next week Easter, not Worshiping with the people of God collectively. I've seen some Facebook posts where people remind us that every Sunday is Easter and that every Sunday we celebrate the resurrection of the risen Lord. But it's not the same. It's not the same. We're not getting to sing the songs. We're not getting to fellowship with the family of God. We don't get to lift our hearts together in unison. And yet here we are standing at the precipice of Holy Week trying to find a way to celebrate Palm Sunday together. So Palm Sunday is a parade and there's a 4th of July parade that runs literally by the corner of my mother's street. And this 4th of July, Fourth of July Parade is is unique for us in that every float that comes by throws candy and Grandmom prepares little paper bags for all of her grandchildren, now her great-grandchildren. And we meet at Grandmom's house and we set up bag chairs along the route. And my, my mother has lived in this town for over 70 years and she knows most of the people in the parade and sometimes the parade stops at the corner of Grandmom's, Street so that people could stop and wave to grandma. It's sort of a parade in reverse. And the candy is thrown, and the children scrabble around, and it's a wonderful time. I want you to get that feeling for what was happening in Jerusalem at this time. It was a parade. It was a parade before Jesus got there. It was a parade called the Procession of the Lamb. And the high priest Caiaphas... And hundreds, I want you to hear that, hundreds of the priests from the tribe of Levi, dressed in their white linen clothes, would form a procession. And they would march out of the temple. They would go up to the north gate of Jerusalem, out to where a flock of sheep had been prepared. And the high priest would select from those sheep the perfect lamb for the sacrifice. Now, in Jewish tradition, every family would sacrifice their own lamb, but this was a representative, a symbolic lamb. And the priest would pick up the lamb, and instead of going back in the way he came, he would literally, with this row of priests and tens, sometimes hundreds of thousands of people, walk around the outside wall of Jerusalem and back to the temple with the lamb that represented God's miraculous passing over, his salvation of the people of Israel. Now on the south side of Jerusalem, there was another parade and Jesus, the itinerant preacher from Nazareth was on a donkey riding down what we now call Palm Sunday Road And people were shouting and declaring that he was coming to save the people. They were shouting Hosanna, which is save us in Hebrew. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. So there were two processions, one going north to south with the procession of the lamb, symbolic. And one was coming from south. from east to south, sorry, I got my directions wrong, from east to south with the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Jesus was the triumphal entry, and it was reminiscent of other triumphal entries into Jerusalem, the Maccabees, when they conquered the Romans and Antiochus Epiphanes and uh, established a hundred year reign of peace in Israel before the Romans conquered them, had entered Jerusalem with a parade, with palm branches and shouting. David had entered Jerusalem in his day when the people singing, Saul has killed his thousands and David has killed his ten thousands. Conquerors entered Jerusalem with a parade. So today's message should be called, I believe it's Sunday, but Friday's coming. Now that may sound familiar to you because Tony Campolo has made a career out of repeating a sermon he heard on a good Friday. And he preaches a sermon called it's Friday, but Sunday's coming. But you know, you can't get to good Friday unless you go through Palm Sunday, See, God had two parades going on on this special day, the procession of the lambs and the triumphal entry of Jesus, and he had two sacrifices. One sacrifice, the actual lamb that would represent God's forgiveness of sins for Israel, and the true lamb of God, what John called in his gospel, the Agnus Dei Pecolis Pecata Mundi, Latin for lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, but God always had only one plan. See, the Bible makes it very clear that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Everybody needs to be saved. Everybody needs to call out at some time in their life, Hosanna. And we know that the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life. And how do we get that gift of God except for God giving us his only begotten son, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but would have eternal life. But God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. The lamb does not come to condemn, the lamb came to save. And even today, God whispers to us through the epistle of 1 John. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. See, in my mind, what happened on Palm Sunday was the original flash mob. Now, historians will tell you that the first flash mob happened in 2003 out in California at a Macy's, and 200 people showed up, and they had the the chore of picking out a carpet for a group home, and they all had to agree on the pattern. Now, I have been the participant in what's called a random act of culture, a a musical flash mob, where we showed up at different places to sing. We sang La Traviata and the Toreador at the Reading Terminal Market. You can look these up on YouTube. We sang... uh, Handel's Messiah, Hallelujah Chorus, with 800 people in the Wanamaker organ. We sang uh, La Traviata, the Libiamo at the opening of the Barnes Museum. And we sang O Fortuna for Carmina Burana at uh, 30th Street Station. And the response of these flash mobs was always well received. First, people would look with shock and awe that this was happening, and then they would clap and dance and sing and whip out cell phones and take videos and I imagine that's the same feeling that the triumphal entry had. it had a celebratory feeling to it, but there were two parades going on here, and you know we love parades. Think of all the great songs about parade. you've got "I love a parade" by Ethel Merman or "Don't Rain on My Parade." by Barbara Streisand or even Robert Preston in the singing 76 trombones in the music band. We love a parade. We love the pomp. We love the circumstance. We love the sound and the crowds and the excitement. And all of that was going on on this Palm Sunday triumphal entry. But I want you to hear that the two parades demonstrate for us what's still happening today. See, the procession of the Lamb was a religious tradition, they felt that it was something that they had to do to please God, to earn their way into God's favor, that the the priest and the sacrifice had to take place so that we as human beings could earn our forgiveness. See, religion is always something that you do. And you know what? The Bible makes it very clear. There's nothing that we can do to earn our salvation. The triumphal entry, the other parade, shows what God has done for us. He sent his son, Jesus, to die for us on our behalf. There's nothing we could have done. Jesus did it for us. It's like that great old hymn, Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. Sin had left A guilty stain, he washed it white as snow. Both of these parades were answering the call for a hosanna, but only one of them was the true hosanna, the true salvation of God. The priests would temporarily erase the sin of the people and the people were looking for a Messiah, a conqueror, a great hero, a new David who would come in and defeat the usurpers. They wanted a Messiah that would save them from oppression. But God sent us a Messiah that would save us from our sins. See, the people wanted a Messiah, a king of flesh and blood. But God sent us a Messiah who was willing to give his flesh and blood for us. Jesus' message and ministry changes at the moment of the triumphal entry. Think of all those wonderful passages we've been reading and studying together, where Jesus reached out in the grace and mercy of God and talked to the wounded of the well and healed the blind man and did miraculous miracles, preached wonderful sermons, gave us parables, images, Echoes of the kingdom of God. And after Palm Sunday, the message changes. There's there's no recorded miracles of Jesus during Holy Week. There's an increased talk of commitment and the cost of discipleship and a decreased talk of grace. And during this week of Holy Week there's an increased talk of the cross and the sacrifice that Jesus would be asked to make. They taught us at seminary that we need to on these special days like Palm Sunday, keep the secret. We need to suspend belief we need to pretend that we don't know what's coming we're 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 not supposed to look forward. To the end of the week and next Sunday. We're supposed to celebrate this day as it was. But you know what? I just can't. Because I know it's Sunday. But Friday's coming. The Lamb of God is going to be sacrificed to take away the sins of the world. Palm Sunday says we need saving. And a parade isn't going to do it. Palm Sunday says we need saving, and palms and shouts of Hosanna isn't going to do it. Palm Sunday says we need saving, and being religious isn't going to do it. We need saving, and Jesus, the Lamb of God, is preparing to give himself for us. It's Sunday, but Friday's coming. Jesus knew. Jesus knew before he got on that donkey what was coming. He knew what was expected. He knew what was necessary. He knew he was the only one that could save us, and he did. Palm Sunday says to you and to me, it's Sunday, but Friday's coming. Are you like the little boy who saw the posters for the circus? And he worked all week and he finished his chores and he said to his dad, my chores are done, can I go to see the circus? And his father gave him a couple dollars and the little boy ran into town. And you may remember in the olden days, a circus when they came to town would do a great parade. And all of the circus performers and the animals, the elephants and the horses, the tigers, the bears, the clowns, would ride through town. And the little boy saw this and he was amazed. He'd never seen elephants. He'd never seen lions and tigers. He'd only heard about bears, and the clowns were hilarious. And the person at the end of the parade was the ringmaster. And the little boy ran up and he put his crumpled dollar bills in the ringmaster's hands. And he said, thank you, thank you. I've never seen the circus before. Well, he hadn't seen the circus yet, had he? The parade is not enough. The parade says, Jesus is coming. Palm Sunday says, Jesus is here. The parade is not enough. If today is the day, please come and meet Jesus. For some of us, you know that Friday's coming and what it means but in this crazy week where we are self-distancing and quarantining and separated from the family of God, maybe you need to take time this week and prepare your heart and rewelcome the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Or if you have a, a particular request for a family, a loved one, for yourself, I encourage you to visit Kings Community Baptist Facebook page. We have daily devotionals there through this difficult time. We have a prayer partners page where you can put your requests and pray for others. And we have updates and sermons. Uh, This sermon will be there for you to listen to and, and others as well. We are all, every church that I know of, finding new ways, different ways to reach out and be supportive to the people in their congregation. But wherever you are, remember this. It's Sunday, but Friday's coming. And yes, Tony Campola was right. On Friday, we can say together, it's Friday, but Sunday's coming. Amen.